Welcome to the Inner Dominatrix Podcast, the show that gets you stepping into your bold, sexy, fun-filled life. And as always, I have another exciting guest for you. I know, I just keep finding these amazing people to bring to the show and highlight how they are stepping into their inner dominatrix, rocking it into their business. And I want you to meet these people because it's really good for you to get the examples out there, the different variety of examples of how you can actually step in and show up bold in your life. So let me introduce Janet Wise. And Janet has 18 years as a corporate HR exec. She's got a master's degree in human capital development and experience at designing leadership programs in Fortune 500 companies. Okay, my tongue is not working, so I'm not going to be able to read the whole thing, but her company is Wise Advantages, and the tagline, be branded, be brilliant, be you, Janet Wise. So happy to be here. Thank you for that. Thanks for coming on. So I, I want you to, you know, give the listeners a little bit of a summary of like, how did you go from HR to this branding platform? Yes, absolutely. Well, you know, as as everybody's sort of career journey um, starts, uh, won't completely start from the beginning, but it happened to me. Um, so what I had found in my career is I was motivated, I was a hard worker, and I kept thinking, I could do that. Well, what's wrong with me? Why aren't they sort of picking me? Um, it was akin to almost being back in the playground, right? When they were picking sides mm-hmm. and you wanted to know, hey, why aren't they picking me? You know, surely I've got game too. Um, and I realized at one point that it was not about just doing the hard work. It was very much about promoting yourself. Um, and I found myself desperately needing to promote myself because I had a 17-year marriage that was um, failing and uh, changing, and I was moving. I decided to move back to New York City. That's where my family was here. I was only still working part-time at the time, and I pitched for a full-time role on Wall Street with one of the biggest investment uh, firms in their corporate leadership department, got it. And then it was a bit of that, you know, uh oh moment. Now what? So I went in because I had to go in. And then I, like many of us, we default to where we've had success in the past. So it's either working harder, which I was doing with two small kids now as a single parent, you know, with rent, I couldn't afford, right? The, the, mm-hmm. the whole, that whole piece. And I went back to school. Um, I had finished my uh, bachelor's degree um, as an adult, and I decided I needed to be taken seriously, so I went in for the, for the master's degree. The only good thing for me is the stars aligned, and I was already working um, in a field within, the, um, within this company in training and development, um, and had a great manager, knew that this is what I, what I wanted to do. So going back to school to get that initial um, credential uh, made a lot of sense because I felt I wanted to bring that credibility and because I was a single working mother in a very male-dominated company, wanted to be taken seriously. And I thought that paper, that credential would help (laughs) me do that. (laughs) And it did. And And it sustained me for a while. But 
we know uh, the economy, right? Ebbs and flows and um, ups and downs and, you know, got caught on that wave on a downsize and you had to promote yourself again. Mm-hmm. Um, so each time sort of struggling to reinvent myself, I mean, how many times was I going to go back to school, right? How, how much harder could I possibly um, work? And it was that piece where I realized at some point um, that I had arrived at the table I had survived and I, and I was thriving, but it was really hard work. And I didn't feel, you know, if I looked back, I said, how can I help others, particularly women? How can we lift as, as, as I climb? And then, and then I had had a, um, a position where I was at the executive table and they were looking across the business for the talent coming up. And so I was in a role where, The business knew where their strategy was going. I was to help the other um, HR folks look at the talent in the organization that could deliver on that strategy. So I started building these leadership development courses, and that was fantastic. Award-winning was great. I'm loving my work. But I also realized that there were many high performers doing the good work who were not selected for this program. So why? It's not based on hard work alone. So what were those success factors? What were those missing pieces that could get somebody either noticed, either in the program or in that next plum assignment or into that next role, whether it was in that organization or out? How do you survive the ebbs and flows? So it was, of course, so I'm sure like many of your guests, um, you know, and yourself, it sort of starts at the beginning with us. How did, how did we learn to survive and then thrive? Mm. Fantastic. And what did you notice was the common thread with those mm. that got promoted? Or? That it was very much about that in today's marketplace, um, it is less about the, the deliverables. That's a given right? Mm-hmm. That's a given. You've got to be a high performer. There isn't anyone I talk to or probably you talk to, and maybe in the case for your, all of your listeners, that aren't working hard. And where technology is con- converging, we're working 24-7. So we're probably working harder than any other time in history, even though technology is supposed to make it <laughs> much easier for us. Supposedly. Yes. <laughs> right? Supposedly. <laughs> but everybody is we know we can be reached in a nanosecond. So responses yeah. have to be completed in a nanosecond, but that's not enough. Just the high performance. There are key pieces around self-promotion, um, a tenant of, of, of my philosophy, which is that you are the most important product you will ever market. Mm. Um, that you need to be the individual primarily, ultimately responsible for your career development. Even if you're in a great, right? You could be in a great organization. You can be in a crappy organization. You can have a great manager, a not so great manager. Be tapped for the program, you know, a high potential program. Be an emerging leader or know that you're a high performer. And even though you didn't get tapped for that, uh, particularly as, as women, uh, I had found in a lot of these organizations, I mentioned I was uh, originally in investment banking, that these were also very hierarchical um, and patriarchal mm. um, environments. 
Um, and women still don't have the right representation, you know, at, at the table. So this really became a movement for me because what about all of these talented, wonderful individuals <laughs> who were being looked over or, or stalled um, simply because they lacked a strategy or a vision or an understanding of, you know, what makes them tick, what makes them unique in whatever their role was simply saying I'm a project manager or I'm a podcast host, right, is not enough. It's yeah. not enough. Well, and, and especially, I mean, everything having gone so global in technology, mm. we we're aware of, you know, all the other people who do the same thing as us. It, it's become even more important for us to really differentiate and do that self-branding. And yeah. I love the fact that you're, you're really touting the, the piece that, we have to promote ourselves. No one's mm-hmm. going to do it for us. And I think this is probably one of the harder pieces for women in particular, but I think mm-hmm. anybody, you know, it's like if, you sure. thought, if, you, if you're not feeling great about who you are, it's really hard to go out in the world and go, I am fantastic and you should hire me. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Um, and it's and, and again, you know, we talked about the technology piece, but it's harder today than ever before. Mm. Um, you know, and typically the the, the I, I do look. I you know, I'm I'm still a corporate um, HR executive, right? So I still mm-hmm. hold a role in house, and I have my you know consulting business um, you know on the side. Um, but but with that. I typically work with mid to senior level professional women. Now, I've since been remarried. My children are grown. Um, you know, so, you know, I, I love the male energy. We, we need the yin and the, and, mm-hmm. and the yang. So, so you're right. All of these tenants hold true regardless of that. But I do, of course, feel that sort of kinship and alignment to the struggle that you know, some women are having, you know, in the workplace. And again, it's not everywhere, um, but in certain industries, you, you still may find it. But going back also to what you said about the technology, today, unlike yesterday, where we had an opportunity, let's say, to either pitch our business or pitch ourselves in an interview, we would go into the interview, we'd meet the, you know, the recruiter, we'd meet the hiring manager, and you had that exchange, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, That energy exchange, I could read body language, Um, they could sort of see the whole package, if you will, right? Yes. Still important, but just like we're doing our podcast, we have our, our listeners, it's critically important to get your brand and how you're going to stand out, what's that value add, and be able to deliver it in a nanosecond. My kids are millennials. They are now struggling with getting their brand out. And look, they're, they're young in their career, so they're not exactly sure what that, what that is yet, mm-hmm. um, right? They know what they went to school for. You know, that's it. <laughs> but that <laughs> doesn't yet make a brand, right? Because it's everything. When I, you know, my tagline about, you know, be branded, be brilliant, be you, it is all about you, your talent, your experiences, all of that. But they are, they are now in interviews or pitch sessions that are done remotely mm-hmm. and done on video and mm-hmm. sometimes not even a live person on, on the other end. Wow. So it's, yeah. So it's critically important. Yeah. And, you know, and it just brings up all kinds of, you know, 
potential landmines and pitfalls and whatnot. Mm. Like, I, I mean, my brain is like clicking along because I hear so many people in, in business, they can, they're like nervous to get on a Facebook live or they don't want to use video to promote their businesses. Like I don't look good on video. How do I present? And there's all of this internal stuff that can really come up. Oh gosh. Right. When you're trying to do that. Right. And yet right. it's vital in your business or, you know, in your corporate career, it's absolutely vital that you are the one promoting yourself. Yes. Yes. And I believe strongly that um, organizations will see that uh, they needed to be co-branded. If you want to attract top talent and you want to Mm. attract those individuals who are going to perform, you have to sort of unshackle them. You know, this command and control leadership of yesterday of no, you may not have access to the internet or um, (laughs) do not post anything on, 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 social media, unless our legal department, you know, has, has approved it is going to have to be those, those handcuffs, those shackles need to be loosened uh, because individuals are brands. I mean, we saw this in the celebrity marketplace, right? I mean, mm-hmm. a gazillion names could come to mind, whether you like them or don't like them. The fact remains that it was actually brilliant marketing and capitalizing on this, you know, converging of technology. Mm -hmm. So again, even for a professional who, as you say, may not want to do a video and look, I'll raise my hand on that. Even I, you know, still, you know, struggle (laughs) with, you know, getting that, the the confidence because we think it needs to be perfect. Um, But if you're you, um, and I know you've had so many podcasts about, you know, about, you know, that, authenticity. Um, Mm -hmm. It is, it is not about fake it till you make it. It is your differences are specifically your advantages. So if you know what you bring to the party, if you know what you can bring to the table, you want to be able to capitalize that and then learn to do it across all the new mediums. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, it is so true. Like I, I know that when, when I really stepped in and fully owned this brand of the inner dominatrix, mm. you know, things really started to shift and roll in my business. I, I made better connections with people. Clients started lining up to work with me. You know, things fell into place. And, yeah. and it was suddenly, like, it was so much easier for me to think of things to create for content. And mm. you know, now I'm like, I, you know, my list of things for possible content is really long. I don't get to them all. Because right. I, I am in love with with the brand mm. because it really fits who I am. I'm not putting something on thinking, oh, this this brand will make me money, you know. Like yes, the dominant right. thing is catchy, but it's sure. not the way I took it. <laughs> you know? Yeah, and it's right. And and again, you know, so right. And to, to build on that, there this you know, I'll, I'll call it career clarity. And the majority of my clients are sort of corporate careerists, right? Mm-hmm. But it doesn't mean that I don't work with other business owners or those who are transitioning and want to be able to start their own consultancy, etc. But it all of these, you know, pieces still hold true. A, about the piece wanting to be authentic and B, being able to identify what those differences are. You know, in business, we talk about differentiators and unique selling proposition. And how do we apply that to us, the individual, but also in a way that may align to the organization? And you have to start 
with that strategy, right? Where am I today? Where do I want to go? What are my strengths? What are my differentiators? And sometimes, you know, you and I were chatting before the show, you know, sometimes we don't see our own brilliance. I call it the brilliance. Mm -hmm. And you need sort of that outside perspective to have somebody else come in take a lay of the land, sort of a self inventory with the individual and find, I call it that red thread, um, you know, or, or sometimes I call it the kaleidoscope effect because it's that piece of talents, your experiences, your values, your why, uh, right? So all of that helps build your brand, build your career and I no longer say it's career for life. It's lifestyle career. Because uh, I also find at this stage of the game, it's more about doing more work you love. I, I ha of course, I have some clients who want that next plum assignment or promotion because it means more money like you're, or means more clients. But actually, mm -hmm. I know it sounds counterintuitive, but right, if you flip it, and you say, how can I serve at my highest in a way that engages me or right or aligns mm -hmm. the organization or aligns mm -hmm. my clients? That's when the pieces fall into place. So similar with you and, and the Inner Dominatrix brand. Yeah, it's definitely been true for myself and for other people that I watch when they're really in alignment and being, you know, being authentic, being them. Uh, things fall into place. They, they come right. together. It's really quite remarkable. So I'm, I'm just wanting to kind of yeah. like, let's utilize you. Sure. And, okay. You know, so, <laughs> so most of my listeners I know are entrepreneurs and okay. what advice would you give them for, you know, their branding? Like where do they need to go? What do they need to look at? Sure. Yeah. So, um, okay. So, you know, branding is a very broad topic, right? Mm -hmm. So unlike perhaps, you know, other experts that, that, you know, that we can, you could bring in, you know, that's really going to talk about your logo and certain colors and the consistency of that, um, mm -hmm. et cetera, all very, very important. What I focus on, um, and what can is sure to be the differentiator that each individual can capitalize on is one size fits all, mm -mm, fits no one. Mm. Personal branding, it's what will set you apart with others from similar skills and ability. It's understanding what you're bringing to the table, your unique perspective, your point of view, your lens, and then uncovering, right, uncovering who you want to serve, who's that target market. You know, you have to slice it. You heard me say, I typically I'm working with mid to senior level professional women. Um, I would say probably 45 and above. Now that doesn't mean that I haven't done some millennials, right? Mm -hmm. um, but that, but I, you need to carve out your messages and have that story and be authentically you within that niche that's resonating also with you. So um, if, if you think of branding from also the consumer lens, right, because typically we're engaging with brands all day long. So I would say to your listeners, um, sort of, you know, stand alongside yourself as you're engaging in these brands and what's standing out about it, because we tend not to attach it to ourselves. And yet, when I say 
observe from the side, it should be subtle. It shouldn't be screaming at you. I'm a brand and this is what you're experiencing. And yet you're experiencing in the moment, either in a delivery um, or the way they're engaging, or it's the words or the language, but it's really being able to understand that you have a brand, whether you know it or not, and you have a brand, whether you like it or not. <laughs> so what are they saying about you when you're not in the room? Right. Mm. So, ah, inner dominatrix. Yeah. It's a great tagline, right? Be branded, be brilliant. Great. Be your great tagline. But yeah. what can they say? You know, we do similar work, right? I would say there's, you know, there's certainly some, you know, integrative um, overlap, mm-hmm. but the types of people or the types of our focus is going to be what our brand promise is to the customer or to your client, because it will tell them what to expect. It will tell them what you're expert at, and it mm. differentiates your offer from the competition. I was... um And it doesn't mean, I'm not talking about, oh, we have to be better and overly competitive, but if you want to be that beacon of light to attract those opportunities, you say, when I got clear on my brand, I started to create and attract these opportunities. You're sort of like in that flow because you're clear with it. It helps others identify you and it helps others refer people who identify to you. Mm -hmm. Um, Right. I was at a networking event um, yesterday evening. And again, it's, you know, hi, how are you? You know, hi, I'm, you know, Mary Jane. Um, I'm a personal transformation coach. Blah. Okay. Right, <laughs> right, you, right. In, in, in my work, I would say, so what? And I would say that lovingly, okay? Yes. <laughs> but so what? Yes. You know, I'm a third year, you know, um, legal associate in M&A. So what? Right. What else? Right? What are you bringing in? So you, if you're not managing your own brand, it'll be managed for you. You won't get the right referrals. You won't mm-hmm. attract the right um, clients. Um, so it's personal attributes and then looking at it within the context of your experience and strengths and talents. Yeah. And I'm wondering, like, I know for me, it really took me probably about three years to settle into this brand. Right. Um, and, and I'm curious, you know, like I, I tend to think that that's, you know, I'm dealing with a, such a highly controversial, you know, dominatrix, the word dominatrix is potentially, <laughs> you know, and definitely controversial and misunderstood and all of those kinds of things. My husband was all in. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I get a range of reactions. I really do. Um, but I'm wondering if, if the experience is similar, even if it's not something controversial, like do, does it generally take people a while to kind of settle in and find that group? Mm. Yes. And that's, that's really a, 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 um, a great um, observation around, yes, because we all we are all evolving. Um, so while a brand needs to have consistency, right? This is why even if we look at logos, right? The Coca-Cola logo typically does not change when, you know, when they change their formula, everybody had a, you know, conniption, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, right. So, so there is this, <laughs> right. So there, there's some truth to, to what we're saying here. And then there's this, this truth about we have to be consistent, but you know, when we talk about, you know, living, living out loud and, 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 and living a badass life, and it's not just about, you know, you know, going under the radar, being an outlaw, it's really <laughs> about being bold, 
but you've got to put a stake in the ground. And what happens is you can't build, if you think of your brand as your reputation, you can't build your brand on what you intend to do. Mm. So you need to put a stake in the ground, okay, as close to it as, as, as you come. Now, if you're working, if you've done some self-exploration or you're working with, you know, a coach, um, you know, a, a strategist, okay, you're, you're, you're pretty close to getting to your core, your values. It's not going to differentiate that far. A tagline can change. You can always add a new program name. Um, but typically, it's you. That's what's going to be consistent. And in the end, in the end, they're really buying the individual. Okay? They're really buying the individual or the represent. if you have a larger company, those representatives that are representing what your, what your brand stands for. So it's progress over perfection because that, Perfection, that piece of I, if I put the stake in the ground, it's like someone said, I don't want to, you know, apply for that job if I'm just, you know, X. Well, you have to also look where else might it lead. And it doesn't mean that that's forever. We all evolve. You know, we could have a near death experience. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. um, or, you know, or something, you know, I don't know, or, or and and that will totally change what our focus and what our why is. So we have to work with what we, what we know today. Yeah. Yeah. Or we won't move forward. For sure. And I, you know, I, I, I like to tell people just, you know, get in there, be messy. Fuck it. Fuck it up. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I said, dare to suck. Dare to suck. Yes. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. Because, <laughs> you know, sometimes when you get in there and you just make a big giant mess of it, then you realize you, you, you come out of there with some clarity. Maybe it's like you find a golden nugget in that mess where yes. you go, okay, I need the complete opposite of that. But when we, when we stop trying to get it right, when we mm. remove that off, then the, the creative juices can be unleashed and you can actually yes. get connected with who you really are. And, and if you're creating a personal brand, then it is about who are you at the core, right? Right. So you need to right. get connected to that. Yeah, that really, that core piece isn't going to change. As I said, product offerings, program names, you know, you've got a new book, you know, it's all, you know, your, your inner, that's, that's your, you know, that's your core. It's, mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's who you are. It's your, your values. They typically don't shift experiences. I don't know, getting, going out and, you know, getting a law degree or, you know, there are other pieces that could, you know, sort of add to this, you know, peacock feathers, if you will, of, of all of, um, you know, what makes an you, you, but some things really are not going to shift. I mean, you know, if you're right-handed, you're right-handed. Okay. If you lose that hand, now you're a lefty right? Or yeah. maybe you're writing with your feet, right? I mean, we've seen people with that. I mean, I know it oh, sounds yeah. like, you know, a crazy example. So we, we can adapt, but did that, did the, that person's core values change? Maybe no, maybe yes, but probably who, who they are, but they've got a way different perspective. But that being said, you do have to go out and try. And if you're a business owner, and if I, if I put on my business hat on this, if I'm going to promote a program, um, it is, again, you've got to get out of your head. 
um, because you have to understand, you have to move forward so you understand what the market will bear and what is resonating in the marketplace. And if you wait, you know, for Godot and keep waiting, you know, for the perfect fill in the blank, <laughs> yes. it's going to pass you by. Yeah. Because there is no this, perfect whatever. No. And you need to be able to um, give them something to react to. And quite honestly, I, I mean, do you find, have you found that this is true? Um, this has been my experience. I'm giving a, a workshop or if somebody's giving me um, a ch an opportunity to do, you know, either a new keynote or I'm doing a new presentation or I want to add something new and you're reading and you're studying and you're putting your, you're taking time to develop and design this. So it's out of your head because shit, I know I've got to deliver on this. Okay. And I'm, and I know my brand is top quality, right? So we're not going to go in unprepared. We're going to go in spot on. Sometimes there's just no getting around doing the actual homework to get it done. It's, it's easy to, to just daydream about what that should be if you don't pull the trigger. Yes. Yeah. It, you know, with, with all, like, I'm very strongly based in the energy work, but mm, it still right. requires action to bring these things out. You have to get off of the couch and go and meet your goal because um, your goal is working towards you and you need to actually go out there and meet it halfway. So, Yeah. Like we've, we've got to put it, put it in place, get it moving. Yeah. Uh, I, I've seen it all too well, even in the, in the corporate realm about people like to just do a whole lot of talking, right? We've all talked the talk. <laughs> Are you walking? Are you walking the talk? Yes. Um, and I will tell you that my brand in, in, in corporate in this role is very much about that. Yes, I can have the strategy, but I can execute on it. And I have seen leaders at the top of the house have a great strategy, not have a clue how to execute. And I'm not saying that they need to do, you know, everything, right? I mean, there's, you know, there's different, you know, experts they can pull upon, but really not be able to take action. And the leadership programs that I developed, um, even in-house, as well as my programs that I'm doing in the branding room, all have a tangible actionable outcome. That's real, not pretend. It's not a simulation. It's, it's real. That makes people wake up. Mm -hmm. That's fabulous. Wow. Yeah. 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 Oh, all right. We are actually coming out of time. Ah. It's so sad. I know the ah. half hour just like goes whipping so by. I know. <laughs> but um, I do want you to let the listeners know what's the yeah. best place to find you. Thank you. Um, I'm on Twitter. Uh, and the handle is at wiseadvantages.com. If you're a little bit more in the corporate realm, I'm also on LinkedIn under my name, Janet Wise, W-I-S-E, and you'll see both my corporate background and the Wise Advantages uh, branding room space. And visit my website, Wise Advantages, W-I-S-E-A-D-V-A-N-T-A-G-E-S.com. You, your listeners can download a free um, personal branding guide um, and or tap into any other resources. If they're in New York, maybe they'll uh, join me in some of my uh, networking activities um, and, and, I'll, and I'll remain visible and, uh, and available. 
Fantastic. Oh, thank you so much, Janet, for coming on and sharing your wisdom and nuggets. And, and also, you know, just another example of how somebody is showing up bold and brave and authentic mm. in their lives and in their work. Thank you so much for your show, your vision, and the energy that you bring to all of us. Mm. Thanks for tuning in to The Inner Dominatrix, the show that lets you step into your bold, sexy, fun-filled life. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love for you to tell your friends about it. And if you're ready to own your inner dominatrix, then hop over to my website, innerdominatrix.com, and let's have a conversation to get you rocking your bold, sexy, fun-filled life.